Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up. Here is the latest in Hollywood and the media biz on Monday, February 8th, 2021, where I'm still kind of creeped out by that ad for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie called Old that aired before the game last night, which I'm sure was not a subtle jab at Tom Brady. But we'll get to those Super Bowl ads in a little bit. And now over to the movie biz. We'll start off with Ben Stiller, who has attached himself to direct a movie at Focus Features, which is based on a podcast from Rachel Maddow. The project is called Bagman and is based on an extortion and bribery ring that Richard Nixon's VP Spiro Agnew headed up when he was in the White House. No word yet on a timeline or casting. HBO has RSVP'd yes to the uh, party that is the GameStop movie fray. Eh, sure, why not? Their project has CNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin, former HBO exec Len Amato, and Jason Blum as producers but does not have a writer as of yet. Over at the box office this weekend, The Little Things led the way with uh, $2.1 million and seems to be roughly mirroring the uh, box office pattern of the Liam Neeson action movies released in the pandemic, this despite also being available on HBO Max. The Croods 2 took in $1.8 million once again, and you gotta admire their consistency. The movie has taken in at least $1.8 million for the past eight weeks, but has never taken in more than $2.2 million during that time. The link to those numbers is in the newsletter for anybody inclined, which you can check out at thewakeup.substack.com. Elsewhere, back to Liam Neeson for third place this weekend, as The Marksman took in $1 million for a $9 million total in the U.S. so far. Overseas, just uh, one note, as Disney Pixar's Soul is closing in on $100 million, hitting $96 million as of yesterday. Soul is now the second highest grossing Pixar movie ever in China. And one note on the biz side of the biz, one of Hollywood's biggest agencies, or maybe even the biggest, WME has come to an agreement with the WGA, or the Writers Guild of America. For the past 22 months, no agent at WME could represent writers. The WGA primarily wanted to end a uh, packaging policy by the agencies, whereby they took a fee or a cut of compensation on movie and TV projects instead of taking a 10% fee from their clients' earnings. All other agencies had agreed to the change at some point last year. WME was the lone holdout, mainly as the WGA also stipulated that no agency could own more than 20% of a production company, and WME has a pretty big one in Endeavor content. But as part of this agreement, WME will begin selling off stakes in Endeavor content content to lower their ownership position below 20%. Also, one quick and very separate note at WME, they've dropped Army Hammer as a client, and his publicist has done so as well, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Over in the TV set... The star of the uh, To All the Boys series at Netflix, Lana Condor, has uh, lined up another project at Netflix. This one is an eight-episode limited comedy series called Boo Bitch, although no exclamation point there. According to Deadline, Lana is going to play another high schooler, although this time a senior, who has always played by the rules, but uh, one day decides not to play by the rules and finds out the next day that she is a ghost. Over at Paramount Plus, Yellowstone is getting a prequel series. It's going to be called Y, 1883, and will also be from creator Tyler Sheridan, who has also extended his deal at Paramount to 2028, reportedly for a price tag of over $100 million, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Also at Paramount Plus, they've signed Chiwetel Ejiofor to head up a new series called The Man Who Fell to Earth. It's based on a novel written by the guy who wrote uh, The Queen's Gambit and was also previously a 70s movie starring David Bowie. Chiwetel will play an alien who comes to Earth at a turning point for human evolution. So 2022? The team behind uh, CBS's new show Clarice are going to handle the showrunning duties here. (laughs) 
Over at Fox Business News, they canceled their most popular show, Lou Dobbs Tonight. The show, which averaged about 300,000 viewers a night, according to CNN, is uh, going to be replaced with a rotating host business hour show, I think at 6 p.m. I'm admittedly not up to date on my Fox Business News schedule, but Lou did his show on Thursday night and then uh, was replaced on Friday, and that was about it. Obviously, the timing of the $2.7 billion Smartmatic lawsuit against Fox News, in which Lou Dobbs is named, is uh, not helping, but Maria Bartiromo and uh, Janine Pirro are both named in that lawsuit as well, and still on Fox News, for now. But no one seems to have the insider story as of yet. And just a couple other quick notes. Sci-Fi's Winona Earp show was going to end its run in March with its fourth six-episode season. And the new season of Sex and the City has set its writing staff. The link to that is in the newsletter for The Curious, and uh, the show should begin shooting in the spring. Over in the trailer house, HBO dropped a look at their new four-part docuseries all about Woody Allen and Mia Farrow called Allen v. Farrow. That one premieres in a couple of weeks on HBO Max on Thursday, February 21st. And the link to that, as well as all the spots from the Super Bowl yesterday, well, at least for movies, are conveniently all in the newsletter, which you can read or subscribe to at thewakeup.substack.com. That's the wake up one word, dot substack, S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K, dot com. And that link is right in the notes area for this episode. Just hit that details button below the title of the episode in your app, and the notes will pop up. In today's programming notes, uh, nothing. It's a Monday after the Super Bowl. What do you want? But let's go out with a new song from SZA. Or, well, new-ish. This one's called Good Days, and a uh, good day to you, sir and madam. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. But it will be looking for me. No ex, I don't miss no text, I choose not to respond.